So I've just realized that um, the messages are not for text because I wanted to text. But you guys, <laughs> do men actually tell women to wash their, like, do men tell their wives to wash their boxers or do women come and decide to wash them? There seems to be, <laughs> um, yeah. So Tracy, <clears throat> do men... <laughs> Do men ask for wash there, as, as Tracy asks? Do, do, have you have you heard of scenarios where men are just like nze? Non-verbally, they they what usually ask non-verbally. They buy like a bucket. No, there's usually like a bucket in the bathroom. Then one day it has other things. Then you wake up, it has one dirty underwear. Then two. Then three. Then they are finished. Then 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 sometimes they add omo and soap. Then your bathroom starts smelling. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually you wash the underwear. <laughs> We have found that this is one of those things where uh, women quite to me desire. Quite to me desire. yes. And then they start to blame us for things that they started doing. You set a standard. By the way, if we go down, if we go down like this, we are going to redo that whole podcast of the last episode of this podcast and me telling you not to downplay society. Because that's what we have been told. In fact, we don't know otherwise. Thank God for feminists. Because then they tell us that you don't actually have to. And when you think about it, you don't even like it. Why are you doing it? Welcome, guys. Welcome to another episode <laughs> of another Chirando anyway, podcast. Anyway, it is me, your host, We have things Maria. to talk about today. I have many things to say about that, but we shall pack that. Because that's not what we are talking we about shall, today. We shall pack that for another episode, okay? Thank you, Mumbeja Rita, for listening. She said it's amazing, amazing, amazing. It's always a good feeling when one's beliefs and principles are validated. You guys are on to something. What beliefs and principles are we validating? For, for her, she feels seen and validated. Hey. It is her story. Uh, no, I'm just asking, mm. like based on the last episode. She doesn't like washing underwear, probably. Oh, I thought her belief was for washing underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another Chi Random podcast. Random musings from me, Dowdy, handling everything from politics of the day to the complexities of parenting, relationships, money, and everything in between. If it can happen to us in this life, however random, we talk about it here on another Chirandom podcast. Welcome, welcome to another Chirandom podcast. How are you doing? I am the host, host. Um, Dowdy, and uh, here with the noisy Even intern. The <laughs> hey, you will learn that the person who controls the technology, hey, have you come down now? The one who controls technology wins. Well, I'm here with a noisy intern, my, my usual noisy intern, a child who three years experience. Uh, she has to catch up. Say hi to the people. I don't want. Let's just go. Buza kubandu. Nekubye. Let's go. Tumirako. Ah, ah. Njagaran tumirava fani bangeyo, avanyimirava vuna muziki guange. Anyway, just a... Uh, mm. And of course, a big thank you to everyone who just uh, reaches out, out to us uh, via uh, Twitter and uh, sends us um, 
voice messages, you are really appreciated. <laughs> now, <clears throat> excuse me. Over the weekend, uh, I went to see my father. I was just over the weekend, during the week. Yeah, I went to see my father. Um, and I went with my little girl. Um, and it was just nice, you know, just to be around the old man um, and just check on him. It was actually quite nice. Um, Sit down, have an evening with him and his granddaughter. Exactly. And so somewhere in the duration of this evening, um, my daughter starts to jump in the chairs. She's, she's doing all these tricks, right? Showing she's my... showing off for her newfound audience. Exactly. Grandpa, grandpa, I can do this. I can do this. <laughs> but as she's doing that, my trauma response sets in, right? Because as a child, when you jumped in the chairs, eh, there was a correction. Just, just like, just putting you back on the right path, eh? yeah. And, and so immediately she starts to show off. My initial response is like, Mila, don't, don't jump don't in the do chest. That. Don't do that. And then the father was like, No, leave her. She's just playing. Let her play. <laughs> Guys, David doesn't know how to react. <laughs> I'm confused, right? Because. The standards have changed in the house. Um, and this was like all through the evening and all through the next morning and stuff like that. And I was just there wondering. She, she asked so many questions and got responses to all of them. Mm. Proper logical explanations. Grandpa, what's this? Grandpa, what's happening? Show me how to do this. Let's do this. And when we, were, when we were growing up in the house, that just really wasn't there. It wasn't. And, and so I was just, I put it up on Twitter, I remember, and I just said, um, don't you guys get slightly annoyed when you take your kids to your grandparents, to your parents, to your parents right? And you just sort of realize that this person had all this love and affection and all these things in their system all along. Like they could be compassionate, uh, they could be uh, understanding, they could be extremely patient. Ha! Where were these things? When, wh was, it, was it the same like for you? I mean, as a last born. So if, my, if ever there was wrath from my parents, I didn't get it as, as treated like a grandchild. I came too late. I came seven years after my sister. So sometimes my siblings talk about a parent who I don't know. Because me, I never saw that person. But yeah, I guess. <laughs> I was also the last born and it wasn't no, like no, that. No, no, no. The difference between me and you is you come two years after Dan. So, so those are just Doremis that you continue to parent. But after, you see like between Elijah and Mila. I'm also sure that Elijah sometimes is like, but this girl, this, is this the same person? I don't know. But I guess that whole, the age difference, the age gap was big. So I don't remember my mother's terror, but my mother could talk. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, moms, just, just, can we just agree that please don't talk? Okay, I mean, talk to your children, but please don't talk as a punishment. Because that is, just, just beat them and let them... <laughs> As a child, you're just there wondering, woman, beat me, I go and play. You're hearing, you're, your friends are playing outside, they're shouting. You're here being talked to. And you're like, ah, 
Kali dadi yani ngubye mboko bidi and I move on. <laughs> this woman is talking for 45 minutes. What are you telling me? <laughs> and so so clearly we njogera koto bitegera because me and and just trying to figure out um like how is it possible that my dad can be this person to of course and of course people say you know what maybe the situation is different right and uh we might have the wrong expectation uh well as the other time he was parenting us right and was in charge of the discipline and this time that burden does not lie on him and that i perfectly understand yeah, ex- exactly and it's only because he parented you and disciplined you that he gets the privilege to spoil his grandchildren because if he hadn't done well with you uh, we can uh, debate well but if he hadn't done well with you then you'd be this spoiled child who is giving birth and then your parents have to look after your children so they would still be having the burden of parenting your child would not be visiting for night to oh grandma oh grandpa oh. your child would be there they have to wake up and take them to school and show them how to do things because maybe they failed along the way as a parent Ah, you know that's like very interesting <laughs> because when you start talking about failure of parenting, it's such a moving target. Because like, look, there are lots of parents who do their best, Bambi. Eh? Sometimes it's like a cake. Eh? The ingredients are correct, but you put it in and it. <laughs> that's the thing. Parenting is like cooking. You will cook the same meal today with the same ingredients for the same amount of time and it will be perfect. And then tomorrow you will put those groundnuts on, no rice, rice. Um, for for David and Andrew, rice. You will put that rice on and then you'll be serving people either what's the one? The one that's not so ready? Al dente. Al dente. You either serving people al dente rice or burnt rice. But some cooks have, so I think parenting is sometimes like that also. Yeah. So yeah. So so I think I think that's a bit harsh, but for me the thing is, I think for me the the thing is just about like affection and love because you find that a lot of grandparents um show affection and love to the grandchildren affection and love that was never showed to their children and i don't know if it was just a thing of that they felt like affection and love would spoil us and therefore um i don't know if it was a thing that they felt that affection and love would spoil us or Um I just I just it just doesn't make sense to me. Um, um because you know what it feels like? It feels like people who say good things at your grave. <laughs> of course, exactly, but also um affection and love in our community equal chejo. Abana be baba kuze chejo. So because they did they never ever wanted to be those I honestly feel like our parents did the best they could with what they knew and the and the resources they had. We are all here Google parenting. Someone has told us that when you beat your children, they they won't turn out right. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Guys. So <laughs> this might be troublesome. And if you are against the road and you are you spare it excessively. Um I suggest you stop listening to this podcast at, at this, this point. point. <laughs> Look. I think there is room for 
for, Chiboko. <laughs> in the in the spectrum of parenting techniques. Now, of course, sometimes we overuse it. Sometimes we use it in the wrong context. Sometimes we use it as an outlet for ourselves, which is wrong. But I think there is room to just like uh, correct. Says a man who has never beaten any of his children. Guys, take this this advice like very very with not a pinch of salt, with like a, a, a handful of salt. I really think you should have a conversation with Mila when I bring out the supper to, or oh, with Elijah, the day, yeah, I corrected him. So when did you correct Elijah? Where was I? At work. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't tell me. Uh, that meant he would have to tell you what he did. <laughs> then that would have probably increased his punishment. The child is smart. <laughs> the second time I was going to whoop him, though, um, Miller stood in between me and him. <laughs> and it became a very complicated negotiation. But anyway, back to the parenting and, and, and the absence um, of affection. I think the only thing I, I fault maybe uh, our folks for is don't they know better now if they can express such affection for their grandchildren we are also here we are still alive we can still have, take affection as adults why aren't we getting any why aren't they sharing with us their apples <laughs> <laughs> look i think i you know what i think happens i think we are both stuck in our ways so for example if my dad came and gave me affection right now, you I would be severely confused as to what's going on. Um, but also, like, the only time, like, this is time I was just like, you know what, eh, let me tell my father I love, I you. love you. Mama, man asked me, what do you want? <laughs> as in, that was the end of the... And, like, hugging my father... Now, you know we come from a family of huggers. Uh, if you've met... Not really. No, no, no. If you've, like... We hug ourselves as siblings. We, but my father is the one who is just like out of the car. It's like, like stretch, arms, firm handshake, uh, you know. And Speak the only Samia you know. Yes. Um, and like that was just n never a dynamic in our relationship. Um, can they change it now? Maybe not. And maybe... Maybe uh, yes. Maybe yes. Maybe we had very old trees that bending we, we, we shall just break. break. You said yes. they don't have to say they love you. Because uh, that one is extreme. That's Kardashian <laughs> stuff of every phone call is ending with I love you. Some people have it and ooh, we are good on them. But however, they can again share their apple with you. He doesn't have to come and say, it's like, no, oh. No, but I think that was always, the, that, that, that was sort of there growing up. And maybe we just never saw it like that. But my father would get food off his plate and give you. And there's no greater love than that. Why did you want to be told they love you? They, they showed you. Don't, don't use this in uh, relationships unless a man especially tells you he loves you. Please don't, don't, don't listen to me. But with parents, that's, we, that's all we got. So we took it. My mother shared her milk tea with me all her life. I was the only one at home who would take milk. Me and my mom. So that was, that was the affection. And, and, and maybe that's the thing. And maybe the thing is that we were operating on different wavelengths. So there's a way that we have Wanted been... to be loved? Yes. And they loved us a different way. Yes. Which co still causes problems in our relationships to date. 
And people want to be loved a certain way, but we only know the love of have you eaten? Yes. And maybe we are just and 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 you look back at situations like that and I look back at my weekend and I was just like am I judging my parent too harshly for example? Um um first of all I'm I don't know if it's a conversation that I can have with him. Um which of course creates its issues. Yeah, which which is a different problem altogether, a, a different, but Exactly. Um but you know maybe they had different, like, again, like you think of, okay, you know what, David, here is my piece of meat. And, and yeah. maybe that was um, his way of... No, also, David, your school fees is always paid on the first day of school. Yes. Was and, their love. Right? <laughs> but now, now in this generation, we are like, that's not enough. No, we are like, I'm entitled to your school fees and then some more love. Yes. And, 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 and so then the question then becomes... Um, are we a spoiled generation? Are we raising a worse of spoiled gen- a spoiled generation? Exactly. Are we not uh, being thankful and and um, considerate of the situation? Because again, a lot of times we we say this about our children that children are the most selfish creatures in the world. That they take, 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 and I guess at a certain point they start to become aware of that take, 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 taking, mm. right? Um, and we do not give, even our parents need some affection from us, I guess. Uh, the other day, my dad was like, you know what, uh, you people... Exactly, are we I giving th- our parents affection? <laughs> or we are just here saying they're not giving us affection and giving all of it to the grandparents. Us, what have we done? Exactly. To make them, of course, you're not saying we love them because, uh, again, that's just awkward. Silence on the other end, but... Are we giving them our pieces of meat? <laughs> that was Daddy saying the other day. Daddy was saying the other day, you know, you know, I thought that when these telephones came, uh, it would be easier to keep in touch. <laughs> but it seems like there's a problem. Anyway, uh, keep in touch. Which was like a way of him saying, look, guys, just like check in more often. We live in different towns. We all have different responsibilities. But it doesn't hurt to be able to just say, let's get on the phone and let's have a chat and let's check on one another and figure out how we're doing. And I was reading um, a tweet today that I think was from Joel Momza. Mm. And he was talking about how I think he was going through a therapy session. And they told him to start to refer to his parents by their names. Um, when he's thinking about them and, and, and think about situations in which they are both together, mm. and he's disgruntled. Um, or some, something like that. Uh, I, I mean, the context might be a bit fuzzy because it was just a tweet. But he said that what happens is that when you remove the title of daddy and mommy, and mommy, because that's a title of provision and take, 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 and you start to realize that this person is, is Richard or this person is Alan, then they become human beings who you also have to, one, reciprocate towards, but also who you have to be understanding towards. And it creates this environment of grace in that relationship where you are just not a parasite. But I want to ask, why can't you have this conversation? So one, I think we have never had a culture of sitting down and having conversations. with. That's, with that's true, but then that's a privilege old age gives you. That's, 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 uh, and this is, uh, we've just been uh, finished reading uh, Viola Davis's Finding Me. And she says she's grateful for old age because then she sits down and asks her mom questions. Like her father used to butter her mom so badly, like the police was called in on them many times. And she never left. 
And so she asks her, why didn't you leave? Also, she asks this man that um, daddy said you're having an affair with, were you actually having an affair with them? Imagine, it's not even, it has gone beyond the situation uh, as regards the parent, but the child, parent-child, but you as a, child, a parent, did you at least look out for yourself? I, th I think that's a... Re so, so the thing is, so with my mom, for example, I'd be able to have that conversation because even when there was a, a child-parent relationship, there was always a lot of room that was created to just say things, right? Um, and I think that might be the thing for Viola Davis, even that in, that in, in the sense that the relationship is not threatened by the conversation. I don't know if Viola Davis would have the same conversation with her father. I don't know if he's alive. She, she died, but she would. She did eventually. Okay. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. But anyway. But I've just told you. She <laughs> had the conversation. What did she say? She asked him why he treated their mom like that. And he said that's the only way he felt seen and heard. Like he was a black man in America and no one like, ever saw or even listened to him. But if he beat you, you always saw him. Hmm. Problematic, but very, anyway. Very, very problematic. However, it's right, but. true on a very psychological level. But anyway, um, and so how, why I can't have this conversation? Maybe I can. Maybe I can. Uh, and maybe it's, it, it's going to require a certain kind of braveness to be able to do that. Um, but I don't know if there is, um, again, the, the, there is no David-Richard relationship. There is so we need to first have been anyway I'm going to just pay for you we, <laughs> you need to first get to a point where when you think about him he's not daddy coming home driving a car and Ooh. you're reading a book upside down oh well, that, that wasn't me <laughs> come on come on now that wasn't me but yeah like and a lot of you know um, African households had that you know you, when your dad walked in the rest of you like ran and did something and confused yourself and were not watching but, TV. You know, you know the irony of life is, I did not grow up with a father. And when you think about, when I think about like my situation, all I can think about is, uh, is that, hey, mama, you guys grew up with a dad. I, I, like, I have no story. Regardless of whether or not we're intensely yes. frightened of yes. them. Yes, yes. So, so me, you would have rather had an intensely frightening father. Maybe now not, knowing what I know. But as a child... When you're coming from your home that has just your mom and these guys have a dad and you're always like, hey, mama, those guys. Like the grass is always green on the other side. For example, I have no daddy stories to tell you. No, my mom, when she came home, I followed her into her bedroom to give her all the tea. <laughs> Explains a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but anyhow, um, I think... I, and again, the, the, the general point of this is that there has to be, um, for me, two things. One, um, there has to be room for us to heal um, from the quote-unquote wounds or inflictions um, put on us by our parents, um, most of the time because they did know better or because they were struggling with something. Maybe I'm going to say, you know, you're making excuses, but like, um, I don't believe that parents outrightly when I said, I'm going to hurt my kids. What if, they, what if they're just bad people? Uh, guys, even because Escobar loved his children. And then he was murdering people, he's left, right, and center. Yeah. No, what I'm saying is, is 
Yes, you might be making excuses. Some parents are actually, they don't like their children. They, they spoiled their lives. They came into, like, you changed the course of my life when you came. So your parent probably has never accepted you, never liked you. So would there be a point in having this conversation? Because are you going in, in to ask, yeah, but why did you treat us like that? Hoping to get a reason that validates the, the treatment. And if it's not there, what, then what? Do your wounds just become open again? Does the rejection come back? Then what? If, what if they say, I didn't like you? What if, <laughs> what? At least now you know. And, and then what? You know, no, but like, I, look, I think there are different ways to, to, to heal this parent wound. And I think it's important for us. And, and sometimes it's not even a wound. Sometimes it's just an aligning of what we expected, what they, uh, what they expected, what their reality was, and just stop being, it's a, it's a self-inflicted wound. You just see a stab in yourself and it wasn't the intention of your, your parent never held that knife. Yeah, maybe that's, maybe we should then just um, leave the past in the past. And then move on. We have proved that that doesn't work because the past always has a role to play in how we treat the future. And there are going to be things in our past that uh, have to be dealt with or not. I mean, there are things in our past that drive us and therefore they drive us to be better people. Yeah, so, so the thing is maybe go back into the past. Don't try to get the why, yeah, of why whatever happened happened. Know what happened and study how that affects how you react to situations and things today and then try to make that better. You don't always have to get the why. The why usually is a place where it's, it's scary. Says people who are always trying to tell us to go for therapy. Isn't that the whole point? No, I've just said you don't have to get the why. Isn't that the whole point of therapy? No. It's to heal, but does healing only mean you have to understand the why? Therapy just goes in there and kusokotas, 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 everything and brings it to the surface. It's like cleaning a drain of a sink. Just whoosh, everything comes to the top. Everything, comes everything to has to come to the top at one point. Yeah. But like, I, so yeah, I think we have to all find a way to just sort of get to a semblance of normalcy with our relationship with our parents. Um, and I think that's really important. Um, but I haven't forgotten the th second thing I was going Minute, to say because it drilled me. Many times when our parents are here with us and in the chronological order of things, they will most probably die before us. And then we'll stand at their funerals and give glorifying speeches and eulogies of them. Yet they were here, they were alive, and we didn't tell them this stuff. And every time you seek to have a conversation with, if your parents actually can open up to you, there's something there that they say that you probably didn't know, would never have found out. So me, I'm still for have the conversation. Have the conversation. Even if it's to say, but when you used to do like this, it used to make us feel like this. Is that, like, was that your motive? X has left the group. <laughs> Just like <laughs> no, sometimes it's difficult to have those conversations. Yeah, of course, it's difficult, but like every difficult <laughs> conversation, you must have it to make your relationship better. Of course, it's difficult, but again, you have to ask yourself if it's worth it. I think it's always worth it. Um, I think, especially if you have your parents alive, it's always worth um, to just not be in a situation where um, you carry the burden of 
um, either um, hate or anger or disappointment in, in what your parent was. Um, and again, sometimes our parents were just doing the best they knew how. Um, if you can have that conversation, please go have it. And if you can't, bideke. Uh, and uh, don't so-called things that you can't deal with. But just make sure that um, you are aware of... Because sometimes you don't... You don't um, sometimes it's an outside. Um, and it's not like... You, you, you are aware of the outside, and therefore you do things to make sure that the outside does not repeat itself in other people. Um, and, and, and you heal that. Uh, I think in you know, a couple of years down the road, parenting is going to have changed. Um, you know, there'll be no more uh, chiboko and but notikonas and all those things. And our children's grandchildren will be saying, uh, our children will be, saying, uh, will be saying we are treating our grandchildren better than we treated them. I think it's just a cycle of things. No, I don't think that there being no chiboko means there's no um, parental wound. I mean, there are different kinds of parental wounds. Yeah. Yeah. Energy just changes. Changes, but it's still there. Well, let us know what you think. Let us know what your wound is, or how you're dealing with it. Hit us up on uh, Twitter, at Daudi on Twitter, and at uh, Matama on Twitter. Or you can just drop a voice note at uh, <laughs> Anchor. Another Chirandom podcast. Random musings from me, Daudi, handling everything from politics of the day to the complexities of parenting, relationships, money, and everything in between. If it can happen to us in this life, however random, we talk about it here on another Chirandom podcast.